What the hoot nanny? Welcome to Hoot Nanny. Today we're on news no one asked for, and I'm here with my wife April. Say hello, April. Hello, April. <laughs> I'm gonna have fun with this thing. All these little sound bites I'm gonna be able to get. <laughs> All right, today we're gonna be talking about uh, some movies coming out, like always. We're also gonna be covering uh, some TV shows this week. Uh, some new movie releases that are going to be out this week. And then the, the weird news of the weeks. Uh, so this week it's going to be animal themed for that. <laughs> That'll so, be fun. Yeah, maybe. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of weird stuff going on out there. I cut out the, the rated R stuff with animals. So Oh, good. I'm yeah. so glad. So Borderlands, which is based on a video game, it has a new trailer that dropped this week after the best-selling game of the same name, Borderlands. I never played the game, but I saw it quite a bit on YouTube and on Twitch and some of the different streaming services. Um, looks like a fun game, and the artwork is really good it, because it has that like cell shaded kind of art for the design. I, I don't know if you know what that means. Mm-mm. It's just a different. It doesn't look realistic. It looks more cartoony. Like the stuff has like shadows, um, where shadows should be should be, but it would be like cell shaded, like like an animation. Oh, okay. So uh, this movie stars Kevin Hart, Bobby Lee, uh, Kate Blanchett, Gina Gershon, Ariana Greenblatt, and Jamie Lee Curtis. So a lot of big names on the. So this is a movie based off of a, a video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the whole idea of it is that it's basically a treasure hunting video game. Mm. But it's set on this weird alien planet, and you have to. Everybody's fighting to survive. There's like a lot of people after this uh, supposed treasure that's hidden in a vault on this planet. So it looks like a lot of fun. Lots of guns, lots of explosions in this game. So it's definitely a shooting game. Um, but you can play as multiple different characters, and they have their own little skill sets. So, so that'll be interesting to see how they translate that into a movie. Yeah, it looks good. The trailer looks really good. Um, like I said, I never played the video game, but I, I think that this would be worth seeing for is sure. It, is it coming out this week or next week or in the future? Or in it's the future. In, process? Oh, okay. in the future, yeah. The trailer just dropped, so okay. it's, it's going to be later this year. Summer movie? Mm, I don't think they gave a date. Oh. I, I, I'll have to look back and see, but I, I think it's later on in the year. Uh, we do have an update on Avatar The Last Airbender. We watched the first, what, four episodes, mm-hmm. I think. I had really high hopes for this show. If you watch the original show, you're, this is going to be a letdown for you, I think. Uh, April, you didn't watch the original show. No. And you were like, every time we were like gasping, you were like, <laughs> what's wrong? What's wrong? Like I said, we watched the first four episodes. They run about an hour long. Mm. I felt like when I was watching them, there was less information in the hour long episodes than there was the 23 minute version of the cartoon. All I know is that throughout the four episodes, Pretty repeatedly, you you and Emma would would huff, especially Emma would get angry and huff and and just get frustrated because it didn't align or follow with the the um with the, the original yeah the cartoon at all yeah and they, so she she gave up she was so frustrated <laughs> <laughs> they mixed up a lot of different storylines admitted omitted like important parts yeah. Um, she was so aggravated. Like she had a, to walk away from it. Yeah. Like I said, they they changed the character dynamics for a lot of the characters um, and put characters in spots they were never in. The graphics looked like they weren't finished in some spots to me. 
I mean, it looked really good, but you could still tell that the graphics weren't quite there. But if you didn't watch the original, this might be right up your alley, I think. I don't know. I think it's getting a lot of mixed reviews because the people who are true fans are just like you and Emma saying, being highly frustrated. There was some... Uh, there was an episode where Emma just kept saying, that's not what happens at that point, And this is not, they don't meet them then. And that throws off the whole timeline. And she just stopped because yeah, she yeah. couldn't continue to watch it because of how frustrated she was. I don't think I'm going to watch any more of it. Yeah. <laughs> she walked away. She was like, I'm done. So, and I, you know, I don't know. I never watched the original, so I, I'm no worse for wear, but I, I was bored. Yeah, so, yeah, me too. Yeah, I was, I was, but again, my the original is beautiful. I will say, like it is probably, like I said, one of the best cartoons ever done. Mm-hmm. And this just and the storyline, yeah. the thing that you and Emma kept talking about was the storyline and the way that the last Airbender um, went from even the first episode throughout the entire series, you you said it built on top of each other and that's what made it so good. Right. And so this did not do that. And yeah, I don't feel like it did that at like all. Trying to cram everything all into one. I, I don't know. I was bored. I, I barely got through the first episode. All right. So the next story is probably something you're going to shy away from because I know how you feel about it. Um, but Disney uh, is, there might be a Disney hostile takeover and Elon Musk might be at the head of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's been this this uh, board war going on at Disney that's been taking place over the last, I would say, close to a year. So this guy, Nelson Peltz, he was a board member, and he got ousted. Uh, along with Elon Musk, they're trying to make a bid to take over some of the board positions. They're not the only one. There's other companies that are trying to get some board members on there. It looks like they're trying to basically grab about two or three seats and then oust Bob Iger, which for me, from what I've been watching with the company, just company wise for me, uh, I think that might be a good thing. It's been a terrible couple of years for Disney as far as the company itself, the stock prices, all that. Um, A lot of people getting fired left and right. Disney went as far as creating a website called Vote Disney and features Donald Duck's uncle, Professor Ludwig Von Duck. I don't know if you remember Mm -hmm. him. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's telling investors to vote for all of the current board members and that voting for any other chair, uh, which is going to be like represented by some kind of blue or green proxy card, that that is incorrect. And that's not how voting works. So they they have a Donald Duck character, the uncle, Mm -hmm. sprouting propaganda to people who are going to be voting at the next um, uh, roll call for the stock. So that's how it usually works. You vote on the membership Mm -hmm. if you're a stock owner. For me, they're basically lying to shareholders, in my opinion. I don't know. It's like they're trying to say they're too dumb to do (laughs) do anything by, and they're like, here, look at this cartoon. You know, this cartoon can tell you what to do. Um, A new poll was released stating that Disney parks are considered the number one ripoff based on cost. Yeah. And that, that was recently released. Um, uh, the movies lost nearly a billion dollars during 2023. Uh, it lost its top spot on Fortune's uh, list of like the world's most admired companies. It was number one for 20 years straight. Oh, wow. And then it fell to four 
And now I think it's at number 12. So it's been dropping the last two years. That's sad because their philosophy is very much to, or their philosophy was, I don't, I don't know, I don't work there. So yeah. it was very much to celebrate their cast members, to support them, to make them feel like they matter. You know, that was very much their, their philosophy. And that's why the company thrives is because of how much they value the people that work with them. Yeah. So now, we'll see. The only thing that I think can happen is for Disney to oust Bob, Bob Iger. I think, I think it's you know in every in every company's history, there's time for a review and a reset, and and perhaps yeah. this is that time. I mean, Universal did it. Well, here's the thing though: Bob Iger was over at Disney, and then he left, and they had uh, Chapek in there, but Bob Iger was still running the company. He had still had an office at Disney. Yeah, I wonder if he lives in those giant, like, billion-dollar homes <laughs> that are <laughs> right next to Fort Wilderness. I don't know. I don't know. But he, then walks they... to work. Chapek was his, like, successor, and then he, like, booted Chapek out Sounds and took back like over. Mean Girls drama. Yeah. I think that's the only thing they can do, is though, is get rid of him, you know, bring in new board members uh, that are not breaking... Uh, employment Fresh ideas. Well, I was going to say breaking employment discrimination laws. <laughs> like that's another thing that's going on right now is, which is crazy. But, um, they put out this whole pictogram on how they're going to hire and it's very illegal. Focus on what made it profitable and good in the first place. I think for Disney, I guess we'll see, you know, if, for you to fall from number one for 10, 20 years straight to number 12, you know, within the span of a year is pretty bad. They, I mean, again, it's perhaps it's time for a reset and fresh ideas and new perspectives and, you know, not making everything a live action. Yeah, whatever. So, you know, it sounds like they need a. They had some great success with the Marvel studios. And so it's, you know, again, Universal had to do the same thing of of a reset and a review. And and that's what it sounds like. And and all entities. Well, that's the thing. Marvel was doing very, very well. And then they they said, hey, we're not going to do the same thing that we were doing while it was successful and started doing all this crazy stuff, you know, but they're shows they're, that nobody's asking for. But they for. are eking back into the relevance through their, they're creating a Mario land. Correct. No, that's universal. That is, that's what I said. Universal. I'm talking about Disney. I know that, yeah. but I'm saying universal was in the same place as far as, just needing a reset and a review. I don't think so. Not with their movies. See, I'm I'm talking overall. You're talking about the park itself. No, I'm, I'm talking, talking about, about overall their movies, their parks. Their I think they had a time where they needed to do a reset, and they recognized that, and now Maybe. they're they're more successful because they embraced the Harry Potter world, and now they're doing Mario. Is that what it's called, Mario Land, Mario World? Yeah, Mario. I mean that's one of the lands that's going to be at the new. But they park. also, ta- you know, tapped into the the minion craze. That you know, there's lots yeah. of things that they did to to reboot their um, their Image. brand. Jurassic Park. They fully embraced Jurassic Park, and so um, although my small person's Stated that she would never ride the Velociraptor ride ever again because you come up off the seat, friends. You come out of your, <laughs> yeah, out of your seat. Anyway, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Now, because of the success of One Piece, a uh, Naruto live action movie is going to be put in production. It was slated to be in production and they got put on the back burner, but Aren't now they're going to thirty two thousand episodes of Naruto. There's a lot. Okay. There's a lot, but. I get doing a TV show. I don't feel like it worked with 
like the Avatar show mm-hmm. because there was only three seasons long. Uh, I think 61 episodes total. There were the same amount of episodes for One Piece just for the first season. So you had 61 episodes for the first season Ooh. of One Piece. And so I, you can condense information down on what happened a lot easier, I think, with something like that. I would be fine with Naruto series, but I'm iffy about a live action movie. I, I think there's so much backstory to all the characters, mm-hmm. especially with Naruto. Um, there's a lot of flashback in the show. So it adds so much to the character development and the world building. I feel like this is going to be another like Dragon Ball Z movie. Uh, I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. that one. Uh, mm-hmm. It was probably one of the worst adaptations of an anime that I can ever think of. <laughs> um, it flopped huge, huge. Because you can, I mean, it's it's one of those, at what point are people going to learn? You cannot take something beloved by a either comic books or, a, you know, a toy or a cartoon and and make it something that it's not because it's not going to be successful. How how much does history have to prove that that just does not happen? And maybe that's just again talked about just a tax write off. Perhaps Dragon Ball Z was just a tax write off. No, I don't think so. I but I'm, think it was. I'm just I'm just emphasizing that it just happens over and over and over again. You know what? I would love to see a Thundercats movie. Yeah. Love to see that. Yeah. I don't know why no one has tapped into that one yet, but if it's done well, talk about success. I don't know. Maybe it's got something to do with the licensing. I'm not sure. No, it's so good. All right. This week's TV releases on February 7th. I'm going to talk about two this week. Uh, there's a lot more, but these are the two that I think are going to be really good. On February 27th, we got the series premiere of Shogun on Hulu. Um, some places are saying effects, so I'm not sure which where it's actually going to be maybe does FX or Hulu own FX now FX yeah FX um I think so okay it's going to be on one or the other uh this is going to be starring and I'm going to butcher this probably uh Hiroyuki Sonata I think I said it right uh I know most people aren't going to know who this is I knew who he was just by what he looks like I've seen him in a ton of stuff um but most people probably don't know him by name he's a Japanese actor who has been in John Wick Army of the Dead uh, he was Scorpion in Mortal Kombat. He was in 47 Ronin, The Wolverine, Lost. Um, so he's been a lot of stuff. He's been in a score of like Japanese movies before he ever got into American movies, because I think he was born in like 60. So he's he's older, an older guy, but he's in a ton of stuff. Um, it's based on the book and follows an English sailor who gets shipwrecked in Japan and gets introduced to this alien Japanese culture, basically, like he's never been there. So think think the last samurai, um, as far as the kind of story it's going to be. So you've got an English sailor in a Japanese culture, and doesn't understand why they're so quick to violence or you know the the stuff with the tea or you know all the little cultural things. Looks like it's going to be really good, and, and and I really like this actor who's playing the main role. I have mixed feelings about the last samurai. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do too, but um, but I think this is going to be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on March the 1st, uh, a completely made-up adventure of Dick Turbin. This is going to be on Apple TV. Okay, so I'm going to give you the IMDb plot. It's a reluctant leader of a gang of rogues sets out on a series of wild adventures, all while trying to outwit the corrupt lawman and thief-taker Jonathan Wilde. 
Uh, Dick Turbin is played by actor Noel Felding. Um, this is the guy with the long black hair on the Great British Baking so- Show. I don't. I don't the I one don't. that always like, he's like ready, set, bake. Oh yeah, that I guy. Guess I... <laughs> <laughs> so that's he's playing the main character oh, in this. Okay. Um, I hate him on that show. <laughs> <laughs> I hate his voice. <laughs> it it's like nails on a chalkboard for me. But the show looks like it's going to be funny. Um, it it reminds me a lot of uh, This Flag Means Death, um, which is another. Is it an animated? No, 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 no. It's okay. it's a um it's a real show, and I'm pretty sure it's British. You know it. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, he's the main. I think it's going to be one of those shows where like the main character is an idiot. Oh, yeah. Maybe not. Maybe it'll, he's just really savvy and witty and. Yeah, it, it looks like a, like maybe a mix between this flag means death and then um, uh, what was it the lemony lemony snicket mm-hmm. unfortunate events or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't remember the whole name. Uh, so it looks like that. Looks like it's gonna be good though. This week's movie releases: we've got Dune Part Two Ooh, on March first. Oh my god! I cannot eat. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I hate those. <laughs> now we'll be going to see this on IMAX in IMAX on Friday. We've talked a lot about this movie several times now. It stars Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, Rebecca Ferguson, Javier Bardem, Josh Brolin, Austin Butler, Florence Pugh, Dave Bautista, Christopher Walken, Stellan Skarsgård, and so many more actors. So a lot of people are in have this movie. Have been waiting for yeah. this second. A lot of people have been waiting for this yes, movie. Yes, that people being me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. for me, I'll I'll know that we've done something with this podcast when I get to interview Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably one of the like Big Ten celebrities that I would love to sit down and have a conversation yeah, with. He's not Christopher Walken is not going to listen to our country con- podcast. Hey, like, you, you know, who I need to interview or be interviewed by <laughs> Clayton Palmer. <laughs> hey, if we get there, we get there. It's, he's definitely in my top five for sure. That I would love to interview for something, you know. So, Christopher Walker, and if you're if you're listening to this podcast, we just need two minutes of your time. <laughs> I want more than two minutes. Look, this, if sure, you've he never gets paid for two minutes of dancing, he gets paid more than you and I make in a lifetime. If you've never seen the rundown, he has the best monologue in that movie about the Tooth Fairy. It is probably one of my favorite monologues ever. Well, you know, it could happen. Mm-hmm. Stranger things have happened. <laughs> Uh, and then we'll let you know how great this movie is on the next episode because it's going to be great. It's oh going to be epic. Gosh. Um, and I don't have any doubt that it's going to be I epic. I love, I mean, again, if you've listened to this podcast in any, and for any duration of time, I love the first Dune. I love the first Dune, not the original Dune. I like the, the most updated version. And if you've never seen it, I would encourage you to go and see it just for the visual effects for the creative um uh, character um oh my gosh the the prosthetics and the um and the outfits and it's just a beautiful movie and so i'm excited to see um part two i'm i'm gonna watch it again this week so get ready for that yeah we should do that we should watch it before we go yes yes we will all right this week's weird news i'm gonna call this animal week like i said before (laughs) So for some reason, there has been like a plethora of weird animal related news this week. The first one we're going to start out with is a story about Charlotte, who is a stingray with no male companion, and it's pregnant in her mountain aquarium. 
Now, apparently, this happens. So this isn't Stingrays like rays can yeah they can reproduce self reproduce like frogs like frogs yeah. Um, so a lot of pe- people speculated that the stingray may have mated with a shark, but experts say and you have a shark ray. I guess <laughs> I there are shark rays, aren't there? I think something similar. <laughs> I had no idea. So yeah, they the experts say that's not the case though. Here, uh, in fact, uh, although not common, this spontaneous pregnancy like takes place, and mostly in plants and vertebrates, and occasionally in species like and stingrays and frogs. Right, yeah. Right. So life does in fact find a way. <laughs> That's where I need a Jurassic Park yes, sound. Yes, Life always finds a way. <laughs> yes. Uh, now, the next story is about a canine at an airport sniffed out mummified monkeys. So someone was trying to smuggle in mummified <laughs> monkeys into Boston Logan International uh, from the Democratic Republic of Congo. The travelers told authorities that the bag contained dried fish. But it was like nine pounds of mummified monkeys. What? I don't know what for. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they want to make soup. I don't know. What are you going to do with mummified monkeys? Uh, No charges were filed, but the luggage was compensated with nine pounds of bush meat alongside the monkeys. um, And they were all marked for destruction. So they're going to get rid of it because you can't bring stuff like that in from other countries because it contains parasites and different things like that. I mean, I wonder if they were going to bring the monkeys back to life and feed them. That's why they had the meat. I don't know, but we're going to get to something close at the end. Oh, yay. Okay, so the next story, scientists perplexed at how bizarre AI. Hold on, let me start this over. (laughs) Scientists are perplexed at how a bizarre AI rat picture found its way into a peer-reviewed article. Now, the thing with the picture is this rat has giant genitals. So somebody used AI in a peer-reviewed paper to create a picture of a rat, and its junk is bigger than he is. <laughs> it's massive. Uh, so neither the editor nor the two peer reviewers looked at any of the figures in the paper. This made it into a journal. Some of the descriptors in the picture say stern cells instead of stem cells. Uh, figure two in the paper was just made up images of words supposedly detailing a signal pathway of the brain. It looked like a Krispy Kreme donut picture or something. It was weird. Uh, this reminds me of the story, though, where two guys wrote a whole bunch of fake papers to see if they could get them into medical journals. Um, there's this whole group of organizations known as paper mills, and they began to supply like fabricated work for publication, especially out of China, um, because a lot of their jobs are contingent upon uh, being published. Um, so even more recent is the rampant plagiarism by the Harvard professor, you know, so we've got all these cases of where stuff is getting published. That's not either not real or, or it's, you know, plagiarized or whatever. So there, I don't under, I don't know, understand how this is happening if it's supposed to be peer reviewed. I think, I mean, artificial intelligence can be a very, very useful tool. It really can. Yeah. If it is utilized for good and not for evil, it, it can be useful. But I think it's when it's used for things like what you're sharing today, it, it gets out of hand. And I think, I mean, I, you know, I don't know if those peer reviewers were just you know, had too much going on and they were like, let me just skim. This looks okay. Check, check. I mean, I, I have no idea. I, I 
I think it's interesting that it was published. I, and apparently, they didn't look at any of the pictures, though, because if they had, <laughs> this is not <laughs> something that you would have missed, <laughs> especially as a scientist. I mean, you maybe I, I can't. I don't know. Maybe they had too much going on. I, yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I, artificial intelligence is not a bad thing as long as it is used. I think it's going to get to a point people. though to where people aren't going to be able to tell the difference, especially with like these journals and everything. People aren't going to be able to tell the difference between AI and and what somebody wrote hey, what or was drew. That, what was that movie with Will Smith? Was it called AI? It was called AI. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That's where we're headed. AI and then the Terminator. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Get that Skynet online. <laughs> and then lastly, uh, Colossal Biosciences. This company is trying to reintroduce the woolly mammoth, the dodo, oh my god, and the Tasmanian tiger. Do we not learn, friends? Maybe all of those scientists need to sit down and watch the very first Jurassic Park because yeah. that did not end well. Now, the company's website says that more specifically, the mammoth will uh, be a cold-resistant elephant uh, what, no, with all the biological traits of a woolly no, mammoth. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. Nature selected them for extinction. Who who stated that? That's right. That, that nature selected them for extinction. Yeah, but maybe... I am reciting Jurassic Park in every way. Yeah, but no, we're talking about mammals, though. Like, they probably were hunted to death. Nature selected them <laughs> for extinction. You sat around and you thought, what was it that he said? That you ne- that you knew that you could, you never thought if you should? Yeah, but that's a big difference between dinosaurs and elephants. <laughs> the woolly mammoths were meant, they're not, that's the part of their evolution of into a different species. Well, what about, what about the dodo and the Tasmanian tiger? Like, I, no. They died out like... The Tasmanian tiger was in the 1900s. The dodo was in the 1800s. It was hunted to death. Anytime you start messing Both of them were hunted to death. Okay. All right. So anyway. That's true. Y'all watch Jurassic Park. (laughs) Learn from it. (laughs) Don't be scared. (laughs) So they basically want the engineered elephant to be able to inhabit the same ecosystems the mammoth did before extinction, though. That's the idea. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they're going to, what the outcome of this would be. You know, they're trying to get rid of cows. So why are they bringing back woolly mammoths? You know, and we like, said, you said earlier in this podcast about life finding a way. Yeah, I right? know. With I the know. shark ray. That's the part of it I don't understand. You have all these scientists, you know, no matter what you believe on climate change and all that, you have all these people right now that are saying to get rid of cows because of cow farts. And now you're going to bring back woolly mammoths. I just, just the ethics behind it just confound me. I just, I just don't, I didn't, y'all go watch Jurassic Park. That did not end well. That, that did not end well. You know, made for a lot of sequels, but the movie itself did not end well. All right. So we like to update everybody on what we're doing with the channel. Uh, So we're going to give a preview of kind of what we're doing each week. Uh, This week we built onto the studio a little bit. We, Added a four by three whiteboard. So on one side, we're going to use it and we have like a full calendar of the year so we can start adding in uh, stuff and hopefully do a little better with what's going on and what we have planned throughout the year. I think this is going to help us out with how we get guests on the show and when um, with different stuff that's going on. And then the other side, we've attached some sound panels. So it's kind of dual purpose. You know, it's going to help us cut down on some of the the echo because we're not in a professional studio here. We're 
you know, we're in our home. Not doing this. yet. Not yet. Not yeah. yet. Also, we're really excited because we are going to uh, Spooky Empire in May. We got our tickets for that. And there's going to be a lot of people there uh, that we already found out about. So the Cullen family from Twilight, a couple of those. Uh, the Blair Witch Project cast, lots of people from 2009 cast of Friday the 13th. And I just saw today that Catherine Newton from the new movie, uh, Lisa Frankenstein, and the cast of Children of Corn were added on. Can't wait to see that movie, Lisa Frankenstein. It'll be fun. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be good. So reach out to us on X. Follow us on Facebook, you know, if you go on there. Um, definitely give us a call on our line. That'll be on our website at teamhootnanny.com. And then like, share, and subscribe. That's the way you help us grow uh, as a podcast, help us get into the algorithm so we keep moving up the chart. We've actually been doing pretty good as far as how many people are seeing the the channel through Spotify. We're a fun group. So I'm excited about it. We're a fun team. So what I think that's going to be next. <laughs> <laughs> I got to learn the buttons on this thing. <laughs> so I think that's going to be it today. Uh, so we'll catch you next time. See April's going to get mad about that. <laughs> Have a good one.